Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. We are now in season four with over 1,300 videos that are viewed and heard around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm privileged to welcome a very, very accomplished professional from Mumbai, India, Mr. Ramakchandran Gopalakrishnan, or GR, as he's called. GR, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Ashutosh. It's a pleasure to be on your show. Thank you. GR is a serial entrepreneur and author. He has supported startups like Gold's Gym, Tower Capital, Image Ads, Carox, iGlobal Technologies, Safe House, Serena Spa, Has Juices, and many, many more. He's also a director of the Kairetsu Forum. So Ram, let's start by asking you, when I was reading about you, you call yourself a mentor capitalist. Help yes. me understand what you mean by mentor capitalist and how do you support so many startups? Well, uh, Ashutosh, it's a very nice question because when I call myself a mentor capitalist, mm -hmm. I am one person who is very different in terms of being associated with a startup. Mm -hmm. I don't just put in money or I just don't become a coach or just I guide from behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. My basic objective is I feel that youngsters have a lot of ideas. Mm -hmm. There's a big, big vacuum in terms of mentoring the youngsters. When I mean mentoring, a mentor is more like a person who helps you in your development as opposed to a coach. Mm -hmm. Whereas a coach may give you task-oriented activities, mm -hmm. a mentor gets into a relation-driven, relationship-driven activity, so mm -hmm. to say. Mm -hmm. So when a youngster or an entrepreneur is having vision and mission, mm -hmm. I feel that they more or less, as a mentee, they need a mentor rather than a coach or a guide. Wonderful. And you need to be a capitalist at heart. Mm -hmm. You can't say that you're doing it for charity. I've, I've been asked this question several times by startups mm -hmm. when I joined them, that, Chief, you don't need the money. Mm -hmm. I tell them, I'm not here to give you subsidies. Mm -hmm. I'll be definitely mentoring you. I'll be a mentor. I'll charge a fee. What I do with that fee is my problem. I may give it a charity, Correct. but there'll be no subsidies. Mm -hmm. It's a capitalistic society you're living in. Mm -hmm. So you have to ensure that there are no free lunches. So that is where I'm slightly firm yet polite. Wonderful. So I feel that as a mentor capitalist, I have shaped myself in a very different manner instead of calling myself an accelerator or an angel investor or mm -hmm. a guide or a coach. Wonderful. Wonderful. So given the amount of work you have done with startups and entrepreneurs and the fact that you're an angel investor, let's focus our uh, discussion today on your experiences with startups. So let my first question to you, GR, is what are some of the metrics you look for before you decide to make an investment? I look at the entrepreneurs in great detail. Mm -hmm. I need to see in them a passion with a capital P. Okay. I'm very clear. I need them to be passionate, mm -hmm. intense, focused, and let me use the right word, a sense of orderly madness in them. Okay. Because I feel that you can't be an entrepreneur if you don't have some madness in you. Mm. An entrepreneur is more like a scientist, mm. in, especially in a startup state. Mm -hmm. He or she has to be 
obsessed with their thought. Wonderful. And bordering on magnificent obsession. Hmm. I try to see that in the entrepreneurs. If I see that is there, I'm in. And the second important criteria is put your money where your mouth is. Mm -hmm. I need them to put in some money to bootstrap the project. Okay. Don't come and tell me I have an idea mm. and I need funds. Mm. I'm the wrong guy then to mentor you. Well said. Well said. And uh, once you get into a company and you said you are a mentor, how involved do you get given the fact that you also have skin in the game with the business? If you ask me how involved I get, mm. Let me be very honest with you. I'm totally involved 24-7. Oh, wonderful. Okay. I may not be physically present, but I have two or three basic elements to be in place. Mm. The startup needs to adhere to a structure, mm. conduct, and performance. Mm. When I say structure, they need to be disciplined. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I've seen that startups and youngsters in particular mm. Uh, a lot of indiscipline. Mm -hmm. Great ideas, no time management, no self-discipline, mm -hmm. and irregular work hours. Wow. And no concern for health and fitness. Very, interesting. very, very interesting. So for and, me, mm -hmm. I, I put that in place. I tell them in those areas I'll be your boss. Wonderful. Wonderful. And there you'll have to follow a regime because if you guys are not fit, the startup will not be fit. Mm. And if you are a fit, then you are ahead. Well said. Well said. And that, that is great advice uh, to young startup entrepreneurs because I don't think anyone tells them that. But my next question to you is that given the amount of startup entrepreneurs you invest with and you probably talk to, let me start by asking you, what is the advantage of going solo versus getting a co-founder. Okay, I'll be very honest with you. I am of the basic belief, mm -hmm. never set up a startup as a solo. Okay. One is a lonely number at the top. Mm -hmm. Uneasy lies ahead that wears the crown. Mm -hmm. Sometimes at a very young age, mm -hmm. you think that the world is at your feet because you're the boss, you're your mm -hmm. own boss, you're the boss for others. And sometimes you don't have a sounding board. Mm -hmm. I, the moment I see a startup, I first see if it is a one-man army and if they come to me, I tell them, you need to have co-founders mm -hmm. because you men need to have complementary skill set. Mm -hmm. Especially in India, I found a very interesting thing. Mm -hmm. The guy comes out of IIT or IIMs or from the MBA schools, they want to be a startup entrepreneur mm -hmm. and a one-man army is trying to do the technology, Mm -hmm. go-to-market strategy, the business plan, and advocates budget and numbers, which is given to the CA, mm -hmm. and he's clueless there. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly, when he has a team of people below him, mm -hmm. and he's not able to, he or she is not able to handle the whole thing, mm -hmm. he's lost. Well said. And what I feel is that, have a startup in which there are co-founders with mm. complementary skill sets. I don't want clones of each other. Mm. I don't want two tech guys to be startup guys. Even if they're two tech guys, mm. one should have an interest in sales. The other should have an interest in innovation. The third guy should have an interest in business development. Well said. So I feel that we need startups where people with complementary skill sets get together, mm -hmm. apply their mind, 
and then create a great entity with creative disruption as their thought process. Fascinating. And again, based on all your experience, and you've already said, you know, given me some great points, what in your opinion are some of the basic mistakes a lot of startup entrepreneurs make? I, I, I honestly have seen one big weakness which needs to be corrected in India. Mm-hmm. The startup entrepreneurs start with a technology product and end up with a service product. Mm. India, in particular, and I'm making a sweeping statement, they are not known for productization. Correct. We are known only for being a service-oriented company, at times in technology, virtually bordering on body shop. Mm. And the problem is, we start saying that we have innovation. Mm-hmm. Then we fear going to the market. The GTM is appalling. Mm-hmm. Third, before the first version is out in the market, mm-hmm. we are in the incubation centers and IITs and IIMs starting the second and the third version. Mm-hmm. And the guides are merrily guiding you because you've got a subsidy from the incubation center or from the government of India or mm-hmm. from other angel investors. And I feel that's the biggest drawback with startups. Mm-hmm. I think that needs to be corrected because we are intelligent, we are capable, but what we say as a vision is merely on paper and what we say as budgets is only on Excel. Mm. Well said. And what we say is on PowerPoint has no power, no point. <laughs> well said. That's an interesting uh, definition of PowerPoint that I've heard from you, but fantastic. <laughs> so the other thing, Jia, that a lot of startup entrepreneurs have asked me and I've interviewed many, the million dollar question is when should a startup start to scale up? You know, there's always pressure from uh, angel investors and private equity to go pan India, global, et cetera, et cetera. When, uh, in fact, we are such a large country that I tell people, if you are in Gurgaon, look at the national capital region and you've got 26 million people. Yeah. So I'd love to get your perspective. I think, uh, let's be very honest, first, when a startup is there first, they have to have the initial requirement of the business blocks in place. Mm -hmm. And that's why I keep on saying the startup has to be bootstrapped by them through friends, relatives, and themselves. Mm -hmm. And after that, if you, the vision that you have, Mm -hmm. that will determine the funds that you need and the growth that you envisage for yourself. Mm. And the vision cannot be something which is not beyond your reach. You need to see what is your capability, what is the people's strength that you have, right. what is the technology that you're bringing on the table? Is mm. it a creative disruption that you're creating which will shake the market in a big way? Can mm. you ask for funds of 100 million, 200 million, 300 million on day one on ideation? Mm. If you're confident, go for it. If you're not confident, take baby steps to establish that the startup has got the basic platform in place mm. and after that have a growth strategy in place where you're very clear the visibility of earnings is there i keep on telling people don't talk to me only about cash flow mm. sooner than later mm. you'll be dead very good mm. i would say that visibility of earnings mm-hmm. is a necessary requirement and you need to be proving to the world that the cash burn is reducing. It cannot be a fad to say that I have so much of cash burn Mm. and I need more and more money. More cash burn doesn't mean growth. That's my definition. Mm. Revenue and geography. So different geographies, getting your revenue, according to me, is a growth of the top line. Mm. And you have to control your expenses. Just because you've got funding doesn't mean 
that you splurge and say that I have so much of losses. I'm a big unicorn and I'm a startup. And unfortunately, I don't subscribe to the theory of huge cash. Very well said. In fact, I was going to ask you this question. I was talking to uh, the founder of uh, a unicorn many times over. And I asked him, I said, when are you going to make money? And he says, oh, you need rare talent to lose money. So don't ask me when I will make money. That's what I'm trying to say. Somewhere, Ashutosh, I feel that we have got into this strange paradoxical situation where we think that growth comes only when you burn money. Correct. And uh, you are forgetting that there have been other unicorns created which have been cash cows mm. throughout the world. We don't want to see them. We mm. want to see the ones which didn't make money and keep on talking about the Ubers of the world. Fascinating. So, uh, Jair, I've got time for two more questions on startup before I move to your book. My next question to you is, and it comes back to money, what advice can you give entrepreneurs planning to raise money? And again, a million dollar question is, should I bootstrap as long as possible or should I raise money whenever I get it? I am... Again, going to be very different here. You have to first bootstrap it with co-founders. Mm -hmm. That's first part of the story. And mm -hmm. the second part is, if you even, even if you're going to be mm -hmm. having a cash burn, no worries. Mm -hmm. You need to say that so much of the cash burn and 10 to 15%, 20% of the stake I'll dilute so that I can realize my dream of getting the product and reaching it to my targeted audience or my targeted yes. customer. So wow. that's, I am of the firm belief that you need to get your money immediately. You can be a small equity holder mm. with a larger valuation instead of a hundred percent stakeholder mm. with zero or negative valuation. Mm. My simple philosophy in life. And that's what I did, Ashutosh. 22 years, I've been in the startup space, 20 years after being an investment banker. In mm. these 22 years, I've got about 18 startups now. 11, I have exited. Three, I've lost money. And five, I'm still running. But I'll be very honest with you. In all these cases, I was very clear. We had to raise money at the right time. Don't miss the bus. Mm. Well said. And your response gives me a very, very good segue to my next question. You've invested in some very iconic uh, startups. I mean, whether it's the Gold gold Gym or Serena Spa or Safe House or Global Te I Global Technologies. Tell me about the ones that got away. Every investor has some interesting companies which they hoped they had invested in, but either they took too long or they were not convinced. No, I'll tell you, I had one or two great startups where I didn't think that it will succeed. Mm -hmm. And uh, I made a meal out of it because I quizzed them so much that they ran away. Mm -hmm. And as a result, they never came back to me. And uh, it was in microfinance. Okay. And this was a startup in microfinance. And I'm talking about mm. 2007. Mm. So it was very early. And today, they've got a valuation of $500 million. And they just wanted me to be a mentor capitalist. And uh, they were ex-ICICA bankers. And they said, GR, you've been in Citibank. Mm. You should be understanding that we will have these losses. Mm. And I was slightly concerned with the amount of losses that they were going to incur. Mm. And, and they were going to charge usurious interest rates. Mm. When I say that, I'm very careful in saying, because they were telling me we'll charge 30% interest rate. <laughs> and our ticket size is such that per month, 
the EMI is going to be only 300 rupees. Mm. So I told them this is not fair. Mm. And honestly, I should the rest is history. I, I missed agree. the bus. I agree. Well said. Well said. And uh, any learnings for you as an investor from the ones that got away? Big learning. Do not do over analysis. Okay. Leads to paralysis. Mm. Well said. So I'm now going to move to your book. You're an author. Uh, and uh, all my viewers know that I'm very partial to author because I'm a published author of many, many books. Yes, I've seen tell that. Me about, tell me about your book or books. Okay, you'll be seeing that it is known as sugar and spice and everything that's not so nice. Wonderful, okay. And this, I must tell you, Ashutosh, is my startup journey. Okay. Here... I have started the book by calling myself a mm. very, very successful failure. Mm. Okay. Success and success and success and failure. I've categorized myself as a very successful failure. Well said. Okay. And what I talk in the book are stating certain basic things of how a startup has to be actually taking this journey forward. Mm. You ask me certain questions and one of the first things I talk about in the book is you don't do a startup being just a one-man army. Mm. Second very important thing I tell the people is the go-to-market strategy. Please have that even if you fail. Mm. Don't worry. Mm. Hurry slowly, but don't worry. Mm. And you need to be ensuring that you've tested your product in the market. Right. Something ironical, which I must share with you is, I keep on repeating, I prefer rewards to awards. Okay. I've devoted a chapter to rewards versus awards. Mm -hmm. The reward is given by the customer. The award, you may have purchased it. Okay. Whenever I see a startup saying, these are the trophies in a PowerPoint, mm -hmm. I shudder. Mm -hmm. I get scared. I tell them, where are your rewards? They mm -hmm. say, sir, these awards are my rewards. So I tell them, you have no top line and bottom line. Mm. They said, you're just going to start. And I feel that entrepreneurs spend a lot of time to go, going to various startup awards, mm. receiving the awards, receiving token cash, mm. receiving the trophies and firing blanks mm. in the form of sales. Mm. So I tell them the biggest reward is a customer buying it from you. Mm. If the customer has not bought it, you don't have a reward. And if you get an award, it's worse than toilet paper. Mm. So to my mind, I think these are some of the things which the startup entrepreneurs are not understanding. Mm. They're desperately going in search of rewards. And even unfortunately, the incubation centers and IITs, IIMs and other institutions mm. are encouraging them. And that's my worry. I, when I go and speak there, I tell them, please don't start recognizing your entrepreneurs based on the awards they have received, mm. recognize on the basis of the rewards the customer gives. Mm. Mm. Another important thing I feel that entrepreneurs need to understand is they can't tell me when I am part of the jury and asking them, what is your earnings and what is your profitability? Mm. Let me call my CA and he'll explain it to you because I'm an engineer. <laughs> I understand the product and I'll understand the business development. Mm. I feel that is worrisome. Correct. I've highlighted that cash burn cannot be a fad. Mm. I've highlighted that you cannot be talking all the time about developing a product. Mm. 
Mm. As I said earlier, you can't say from version one you've gone to version two when version one has not seen Correct. the market. Correct. And then you're saying version three is on its way. I said, my God, I don't want so much of technology. Show mm. me that the basics work. Mm. How many customers want to use a very sophisticated instrument? The mm. iPhone. Mm. I think it has too many features even I don't use. Correct. I have the Apple Watch. I think there are too many actually innovations in that which I've never tested. Absolutely. And I think the cameras, we keep on saying this camera, that camera. I'm not a photographer. I'm not mm. a professional photographer. Mm. I don't need so much of technology. Sometimes True. I think we are falling in that trap. That's Absolutely. my worry. Correct. And, and the biggest mistake that entrepreneurs are doing they think we have created the technology and I have employed these guys. They will sell. I will create. Mm. Now, if the product fails and I burn money, that is entrepreneur's experience. If mm. the professionals fail, it's their non-performance. I find it unfair. Very well said. Very well said. And GR, I have time for one more question. And this I'm going to come back to you. And this is for the thousands of viewers and listeners who will listen to your words of wisdom. What would you say are three lessons you would like our viewers and listeners to take away from this conversation? First and foremost, I would say that when you are into a startup or you're into your profession or mm -hmm. into your career, mm -hmm. stay focused. Yeah. Focus is very important. Mm -hmm. Second, courage of conviction and commitment. Yeah. And the third, a passion to do it and understand that I can, I shall, and I will succeed. Very well said. Very well said. And on that note, GR, uh, thank you so much for speaking to me. Thank you for taking me through your amazing journey as a mentor capitalist. Thank you for some amazing thoughts that you've given us, you know, how important it is to have a co-founder. Uh, plain speaking about how important it is to make money, uh, you know, and while you may- I think raise, that is king, Ashutosh. Absolutely. I think right? that cannot be traded with anything else. And I keep on telling them, if you don't have cash in your till, you are dead. Well said. And of course, you're the other two that you said, which was to stay focused and to keep your retain your passion. So thank you so much for speaking to me. And thank you for your amazing thoughts for startups, entrepreneurs, and from the perspective of an angel investor. Thank you so much, Ashutosh. It was a pleasure interacting with you. Loved every minute of this conversation with you. All the very best for your podcast. And I look forward to hearing you more and more. Thank you so much, Ashutosh. Thank Have you. a nice day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience, and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website, www.tbcy.in, to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.